Anyway, so how have you been keeping? I haven't. Uh, we I met you down down there in uh, Bar that that's uh, that weekend at the the Gitz rally. That was a good old day. Yeah, that was that was the hold the line. A uh, decent enough turnout there in Burr. I mean, Burr is a lovely spot. So, uh, I think our position was a uh, good location. There was a lot of traffic coming by, and yeah, a few speakers. It was um, it was a good turnout, and um, straight across from the old uh, from the Garda station, no bother at all. I think um, uh, fairly we were received quite well. Yeah, yeah. There's a few now in the group. They run the hold the line pretty often. They'd never had a bother with the guards at all up until I think it was the last we were doing before. That now they're all the the guards stopped and took all their names and addressed. So the they're kind of like never had an issue throughout their weekend week out, and then out of the blue, they're they're all got you know. Well, again, intimidation tactics. Oh yeah, yeah. take your name and address. Woo! So yeah, you yeah. give out your name and address exactly. You know, so uh, who cares? <laughs> Yeah. And um, ah, yeah, you shouldn't be harassed, of course. I mean, they have no reason there to be invading your serenity. But we can talk about that as well. I mean, it's creating, of course, these communitarians out there. They want these useful idiots that actually, when you say, oh, I went down to the Centra there for a pint of milk and I was stopped twice and it's only a mile away. They want a zombie, a little spineless zombie to say, have you got something to hide? <laughs> yeah, no, it's shocking too. Like you're getting harassed. Like, which I sure... I wouldn't expect anything more from them, but like you're stopping, you're asking housewives, you know, what's your name, what's your name and address, like, you know, like. Uh, of course, housewives would be, uh, they're an easier target than Obi Wambo over from Nigeria, like, you know, so <laughs> you can leave him go on by there. No tax, no insurance, probably a, a fairly long cigarette there coming out of his mouth. He gets waved on, but of course, Bridie Mullahooly there with the kids in the back, you know, uh, going home to make tea for the husband anyway, pull her into the side of the road and, and harass her. like. Yeah, crucify her altogether. <laughs> what they make of all this madness with uh, Enoch Burke? Yeah, I mean, it's extremely important. It reminds me a small bit of the COVID hoax. That's another thing. I'm not on YouTube here, so I can. Uh, I don't need to use too much uh, amphibology. I, uh, this is like the transgender wolf now is at the door. It's starting off just like the COVID hoax, two weeks to flatten the curve. I think it's extremely important. And so far, by the looks of it, fair play to Enoch. The Burks are a well-known family, uh, journalists, writers, teachers. So I really, really needs a big response here from people that are awake. We know, unfortunately, the Vox Populi will take whatever. They'll, they'll bend over um, just to whatever is coming around. But it's this is someone did up on Telegram. They shared this. It was uh, somewhere. Maybe was it in Waterford? Some guy has avoided jail sentence for having lots of child pornography on his computer, on his database, whatever. And then on the other side of it, you have a Catholic um, locked up because he doesn't want to call uh, a boy a girl. So that's sort of really where we are, but it needs a response. I, I want to focus on the likes of propaganda now in a little bit and talk about, maybe mention, I follow a guy, a professor, Mark Crispin Miller, an expert. He's in NYC. He's got tenure there and he really is, he's an authority on propaganda. Uh, they stopped him from teaching a course over there, but some of the viewers, some of the listeners might have heard of him. We're getting a barrage, a, del a deluge of of all this this and that and stuff from america but i think we really need to this this issue needs to be isolated and focused in on gavin maybe you could you probably agree with that we really need to not get distracted this is extremely important and it's a no it's a 100 no we we know now from the effects of the con job 1984 it was just two weeks it's just a mask it's just one injection and really with this if it gets to the stage the whole idea of the teachers, uh, the school asked him and you can see that the principal was avoiding him. There was a confrontation and that's been publicized. Nothing, uh, you know, the newspapers. So now we have the Mockingbird corporate whore media in working in tandem with the judiciary and they're all attacking this guy. And they, they, the school has a team of lawyers against him. So it's very, very important. And people really need to um, need to stand up and and, and speak, speak their precedent would it like if whatever goes yeah. down with this could set some kind of precedent like i yeah. i would i think it's family i think he comes from good stock and like she, the, you know i think his mother like um homeschooled 10 of them and uh, they, they've all gone and gone master's degrees and all sorts of stuff so all of them have over 500 in their leaving cert. so like that's a credit to a lot of people here who went 
try, they went down the route of trying to homeschool their kids with what went on and whatever else. So I think it's definitely we should be backing them up and, you know, highlighting it. And I don't see any, any reason not to. I think it's very important. Anyone who has any children. Again, you know, it's an attack as well on Christian values. And again, anything that's perverse and undignified will be backed by the government. Uh, 100%. I mean, we see this is just after the mentally ill men, the transvestites uh, looking for access. Now, this is key as well, what we really want to focus on. This is all part of the agenda. It's all part of putting the sheeple's brains into a washing machine and spinning it around. It's CIA has a name for it. It's, it's rolling thunder. So propaganda has been around for a long time. And all of these hoax events were coming to us in an episodic way. It was always, you know, you get it and then there's something new will happen. But now it's perpetual state of crises. So there, there's a multitude of them attacking people at the one time. And this, this is the idea is to absolutely confuse and flummox people. So it just seems like, oh, it's just another thing. Um, but this isn't just another thing because this will work in tandem, of course, with the hate speech legislation. So this is huge. I mean, this is the 57 gender shit here. The, the non-binary, cisgender, pansexual stuff. This really, I see this. We had the COVID wolf at the door. He was allowed into the house with the two weeks to flatten the curve. And this is a transgender wolf at the door. And there can be no, absolutely no acquiescence whatsoever to this madness. Yeah, no, I have to agree with you 100%. Like it's most, the thing is, if he, if he hadn't have stood up the way he did, it would have been brushed under, he would have been quietly fired and it brushed under the carpet and his career destroyed. So the way he's gone about it, it had to be done that way to, to raise national awareness. That's what, I, what I'm gathering from it. But as, you, as you've seen, there's a lot of people out there who get, there's very few people who can stand up and be counted when the time comes, you know what I mean? And a lot of us did with the the other mumbo jumbo, the masking and all this kind of crack, you know, and we had to stand apart. But if you don't stand alone, <laughs> there'd be nothing done if people didn't go, do you know what I mean? And do what he's doing, I think, you know, personally. Well, you, you know, that's it. And it's just another thing then for people. It's another shit sandwich for people really to swallow. And I've noticed already it's the language then that's used. It's all straight away court. So a court injunction, lawyers, uh, you know, the high court judge, Michael Quinn, you know, they'll gloss all this over with litigation talk. But People need to brush all that stuff away because it's like official. They'll they'll use all of this authoritative language. So you get you get Joe, Joe or Lisa Lunchbox that hears half the story and they're just hearing about high court injunctions and lawyers and they're thinking, oh God, this is big stuff. But wipe all of that nonsense away. He refused to cause to call a mentally ill child, the poor little crater, he's obviously in need of psychiatric care. I'm sure his parents are parent has brains of dog shit. Unfortunately, there's a lot of them around. And he, he's brainwashed, but I mean, he is obviously a very vulnerable child. There's no such thing as transgender talk either. That's another thing. We cannot make any allowances for it. There are biologically, there can only be male or female. But again, it's, it's the, this is the transgender wolf at the door. And again, if we buy into any of this and it's to go along to get along and oh god it's another new thing and you know what there'll be people joking in a pub tonight you're jesus i suppose what what you what gender is your kid <laughs> but they don't realize how dangerous really this is and it is setting a precedent it's really back to that so this is a no this has to be nipped in the bud because we know these cancerous rats i mean the, the scum that we have in politicians, the absolute level of mediocrity, they will do what their overlords are telling them to do. It's the compliance so, yeah. of it. Like, that's what, yeah. when Chris Guy was on here last week, like, this mass non-compliance thing, we all, like, we all have all different views and all sorts of things, but we all need to come together, to, to like, I think, in the sense of telling people to, to try and do some kind of non-compliance. And the same with this agenda, like, just you can't comply with it. Like, I think where this stemmed from, there was a story going there that he had stood up at a, I don't know if they're a diocese, I don't know if they're Church of Ireland or what, what they were, but basically he got up and said the issue and people just got up and walked out with the audience. Like, he doesn't, people won't stand up and be counted. And that was oh, in yeah. his story. Do you know what I mean? He got up in front of the teachers and all that and the, the yeah. parents and teachers got up and walked out. He said, you know, it's even against our Christian values. Like, he's talking and they're supposed to be whatever yeah, they oh. profess to be. Do you know what I mean? You know, this is worth talking about it and they really need to be called out as well. And there's talk about a parallel society. But the level, I mean, to quote, as Michael Collins said, you will meet no man in society more treacherous than one who is a coward. 
and we can change man to person. We can really see that. You can see the level of treachery. I mean, look, you don't need to be a behavioral scientist to see the amount of cognitive dissonance that's on display. I've talked about this several times, uh, especially on my last video there with the wonderful Dave Cullen Computing Forever. We talked about this metaphorical jackboot that's coming down. You see, Paddy and Bridie will keep on running as long as there's space left. You see, they're sort of being programmed through their socialist media accounts. They put in crying emojis so they can be outside in their town or city and they can walk by Irish slung up against dustbins on drugs out of their head, completely destitute. Africans pushing prams on the latest smartphones walking by them and they're typing into their phone this pretentious rubbish about I stand with Ukraine or whatever. This nonsense, I, the level of treachery and cravenness in this country is absolutely through the roof. <laughs> you, you want to see them? It's all over Twitter all week. They're all crying about their ESB bills, all these cafes. Now, there's yeah. one lad, yeah, that's called Trevound or whatever, he's crying about, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm only a small restaurateur and uh, it's like my whatever, my energy bill is over two grand or something like that. But these are all the same ones that cheered on the, the you know, Russia bad, Ukraine good, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, black yeah, and white like... foreign policy, <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. in their bio, like, and then they're crying about yeah. their their electricity bills. They just don't, they can't, don't put two and two together. They like, can't it. That's, that's yeah. George Orwell's, the Orwellian double think, holding two opposing, diametrically opposing ideas <laughs> at the same time simultaneously. It's like that one was it in Athlone in Westmead. She was crying. It was just under 10 grand. And outside her fucking cafe, she's got a temporary flag. I mean, yeah. <laughs> these are the levels of zombies really out there. But it's like the, the philosophy of having your cake and eating. It. These are the ones that are so they turn sclerotic, rigid and unresponsive. If something isn't deemed as being PC, they are absolute traitors. Again, you know, we're not going to get overly negative and stuff like that, but it really actually has to be called out. I'll tell you what, even uh, you know, D, we all have our own little stories. I was, uh, you know, I was with one of my pals there. It was last weekend and we were going in there for a bite to eat in, in a place. And uh, we're all chatting away. And I recognised a few of the people in there. Next minute anyway, you know, the COVID hoax there got mentioned. And there were all stuff, lockdowns. And we were, spoke the truth anyway. You could see it was like next minute the barriers just shut up. And it just shows how pretentious really people can be. There's all stuff about the weather, this and that, and Man United. But as soon as we started speaking the truth, and I spoke to it with the great John Waters about it who I hear that you're going to have him on next week that, that's brilliant that's a massive guest right and this is it and I said it to him and he agrees 100% when you actually speak the truth right no holds barred what you get back is resentment and you get resentment back from a coward from a spineless jellyfish that's the response. And they've been cultivated to be this way, to run away from problems. You know, this, because really to focus in on propaganda, they've been subscribers of this narrative. Now, each, each propaganda of rolling thunder that's brought in is monomaniacal. So they focus on something for the time being exclusively, right? Now, here's where the sheeple people then come into it. They make it melodramatic. So what it is, is that, if you wear three face nappies and you're hiding behind your couch with an I love Dr. Death Tony Hula Hoops Hula t-shirt on, you're good. But if you walk out and you, you know, you're, you're a sovereign citizen and you're not going to be locked down because it's completely unlawful, unconstitutional, that makes you a bad person. You're a far right neo-Nazi. And now, how did how do the people get drawn into this? Well, it's like a gravitational pull then to be virtuous, to humble brag. Because that the whole infrastructure is set up on their socialist media to say, oh, Putin is bad. Or I saw a guy today without wearing a slave muzzle on. He's a, a neo-Nazi super spreader. Even though they don't even believe it. They seek out these the release of endorphins. I mean, ugh, yeah. what's fucking happened to a lot of the Irish? I mean, the good news is anyone that's listening to that, I say, you believe it. You believe Putin's bad and you're delighted that Enoch Burke is in jail. My advice to you is to get a booster ASAP. Get a booster tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. No, it's absolutely terrible what's going on. And people, I don't know if people might be slowly waking up or, you know what I mean, but I, I don't hold much faith in it. I do know the energy crisis is, is pinching people and, you know, they are beginning to get angry. That's something. I think Chris is coming over in in the next two weeks as well, darling, he's looking for stuff to do. Like he's got, he's going to, there's a big, huge protest in London and there's another big protest in Belgium. He's going to, but I'm yeah. trying to see like, if there's stuff on that we can go to and get stuff going with that. Like, but, um, 
I mean, that's where I went to. Yeah, Chris. Chris is a good I, public I, speaker. Yeah, I saw, I saw him in 2020. Yeah, I mean, a top-notch guy. And he's been fairly prescient with what he's been speaking about. And again, what do people... That builds up that sort of level then of, of resentment. So he's a guy that people would be... Again, it's the ad hominem attacks from a lot of people that speak the truth and they digest this propaganda. And the key thing there is they... The propaganda does not ever want an argument. You see, so these people that, that parrot out, that echo out this rubbish about uh, conspiracy theorists, if someone calls you a conspiracy theorist, it means they've already lost the argument. Yeah. <laughs> they've already lost yeah. it, you know, yeah. so... If you're not yeah. open to new ideas and whatever else, like yeah. it, it, it's, like an, it's nearly like a protection thing. And also, yes. they yeah. see something in, in you that they don't have. Like, if you're going to... If anyone who's in the protest movement or goes out and does something, and they, they have a resentment because they don't have... Do you know what I mean? They know that there's something in you that they don't have and they won't. I would fear, you know, they don't want to go to a protest or whatever, or, you know, what's like yeah. something. We have very to, much have to so. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I think that's a very valuable point. Yeah. And again, it comes, it complements the whole idea of the, you know, the craven, the lily livered craven, you know, despises. They're the someone who was at the back of the class, someone who didn't like, you know, the captain of the hurling team because he was athletic and popular and he was dating the nice girls. They're the same, you know, they've been cultivated. They're the Derek, same people uh, that are wearing a face Derek snappy. Derek is doing it's very good. You see um, the video yeah. Derek Bly is putting out. He's um, yeah. getting some flack. He was on, was it the Times UK on the, at the front page and some of Mike's, uh, my artwork on the front page when I laughed when I seen that. I got some giggle when I seen that. What are we going to burn when there's no petrol and uh, lot? <laughs> the other dribbly lip in the fire when I laughed when I seen it. It was on the Times UK reported on it, but calling uh, Derek a, a far right agitator or the new right. Yeah. We have a new. Well, again, I don't know. We're, just, we're we must be in this organisation. Didn't even know we're we're a part of it. <laughs> well, again, yeah, yeah that's it. When you pull, yeah, Derek is doing yeah wonderful stuff. I mean, when you put your head above the parapet, again, it comes really back to that. Is they they can't. It's an, it's the ad hominem attack on someone because they can't call them out you'd say okay well what's what's he sort of wrong on? i mean the way they want it now is if you say that you love your country and you love your people that actually now the definition of and they're not the left either we can talk about that a lot of people say the left they're just as mad as a box of frogs and there's a lot of these zombies that are out there and they mainly only have an online presence they're not actually out at really any demonstrations they they um they attack people from the safe confines of their latibule really online probably hiding behind an avatar and usually like some Irish name like Seamus O'Munerhertig or something and they're the most anti-Irish scum that are out there Derek wonderful I suppose we're mentioning people yeah I mean Philip Dwyer as well yeah he's been very good satirical soldier a few people that I follow on Telegram and then um, you know you know GT Dave Collin yeah we have lots of wonderful people and really to put a put uh to mention it i believe that the best irish are the best in the world there's no doubt about that we're calling out of course the jellyfish that are here you know um and they're very spiteful and treacherous but truly i i have traveled to a lot of countries in around the world and um you know people they, they we've got we're we're highly considered irish are and um, without a doubt and for good reason you know we're sociable gregarious but we're reasonable we're rational people I suppose we can be, you can mention a defensive and neurotic hive mind. That's why propaganda works so really well in Ireland for a lot of people. But at this stage, I mean, there's there's no excuse. The jig is up. The jig is up. So people really need to stop, you know, licking their wounds now and um, yeah, get a little bit of accountability. And that's it. And that's how you get past it. Um, some people would rather die than be proved wrong. But uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of wonderful people out there and they're doing things in different ways. And it's like uh, Matthias Desmet speaks about and lots of others, um, Professor Mark Crispin Miller. Um, and this, you just keep on speaking the truth. Keep on speaking the truth because, of course, the lie is constantly moving different goalposts. There's a new scam there and then. And the people that subscribe to a lot of this nonsense, you can actually see them going a little bit crazy. And this is all this talk about uh, being triggered because they, with the information that they have, they, they, they don't even know. I mean, if it's, it might actually be homophobic or transphobic to say there's 57 genders tomorrow because that might be updated to 61 genders. <laughs> That's where yeah. we are, you know? Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. I, I think they're trying to bamboozle people. I think they're trying to drive people mad to get them to stir it up you can see it in the in the united states and you can see it here 
I'm, I'm kind of thinking we'll know more after the budget. Now, they might have another bonanza, you know, print and press set off again, you know, for quantitative easing or whatever, or print money, the usual shite to keep the system going. Um, some kind of care package, you know what I mean, with the energy prices. But if they don't do something like that, there's going to be insurrection by Christmas. You know what I mean? If people like are beginning to feel the pinch and they're beginning oh. to squeal, you know. And um, so it'll be interesting to see if the budget does let some air out of the bag. And uh, I've seen stuff there. Uh, the last Trugale share, did you see his post there on the housing there? he done a, a good rundown there on the, like, there's, there's not a house in the country. I think there was 16,000. I, I won't even start quoting numbers now because <laughs> I'll be caught out. But there's nothing going in the in the, the housing market's gone. You know what I mean? Like even for rental and you know the, the cost then to buy in or whatever. So people yeah. are going to well, like, there's this. going to be some kind of you know reverberation or and now's the time. To well, of course, people, yeah, you know? yeah. The rental the rental market is saturated, but the price the cost of houses are still still very high. Um, someone quite close to me is is looking to purchase house at the moment, and it's sort of wondering, you know, will it drop down? But it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be. So houses are still quite expensive, and of course that all comes down to supply and demand. But I mean, we know the house market. Look, that comes down to the absolute gaslighting from the people that check in on the reptilian treacherous echo chamber. You'll have some news piece about, let's say. I, they'll, they'll say Miriam is looking for um, accommodation. She's starting college in Galway. And they'll say she's looked around. They'll talk about maybe they might even mention Daft. How limited it is. How expensive it is. How unsuitable the accommodation is. And then they'll fast forward to that dirty rat then in the next thing. Uh, Minister Dara, shithead, there for Minister for Housing. And they'll have him with a smile on his face giving uh, keys there to uh, Umbambi Wambeka, you know? So, and the family, and they'll all have shit-eating grins on their faces. And again, that does, their job is, I believe, to antagonise. I actually have an acronym for it. The, the main job, and this, this gets out to everyone, it's CDDA, Confuse, Deceive, Demoralise, Antagonise. And we're on the last one. We're on the A. It's Antagonise. People still have this terrible habit of checking out the Irish Slimes or RT or whatever. And they're like, I can't believe they're not talking about, they're calling it SADS. You know, they're not, it's obvious that people are dropping dead from the injections, but stay away. That's what its job is. It's to actually, it's to make, it's to infuriate people, to antagonize. So CDDA, that's their job now. Yeah, I just heard it's gone into the realm of absurdity. They're after putting um, VAT on candles. So this is, what the, like, this is the level of, this is the level of them. Like, obviously there's too many jobs there if, if that their mind has gone to taxing candles. Like there was always VAT on the Yankee candles or on those whatever kind of fancy candles. But now they've put a tax on to just tea lights and regular candles that they choose in, a, you know, an emergency situation. Because this channel, we do talk a lot about, you know, having a bit of food stocked up and been ready to be prepared, like with just basic sort of preparedness. But um, yeah, so taxing candles now like they really like and uh, like and, and it also came out that they want to ban uh, gas boilers and uh kerosene boilers heating pumps heating systems for houses and uh, you can't burn turf like and then <laughs> the energy prices are going through the roof and then they're telling people that you might have blackouts so like yeah what what does that like what does that mean like i don't know people there's only so much people are going to take to be honest with you well, unfortunately, that that's quite a lot. Again, look, you can go back. It is it's terror. What that is is just psychological terror, um, and that's that's the main thing. It's to keep, unfortunately, people. It's rolling thunder. It's to make sure that they're frightened, they're anxious, and that's how you get people that are compliant. But that's it. It comes down to non-compliance. But it also comes down to let's say, for instance, I would say to a lot of people out there, if you have not worn the nappy. Right. If you didn't wear the nappy, you didn't get your injections, you didn't bitch outright and stand in circles and follow arrows and you didn't comply with all of these key decrees, uh, these executive orders from these scumbags, then you pat yourself really on the back. You've a lot to be proud of. And a lot of this dark winter stuff as well, they're creating all this vernacular. We shouldn't use any of that stuff. I mean, look at 
dark winter and all this stuff they're gonna it's it's psychological terrorism it's i would say it's not going to be that bad if you've got a few brain cells you know and you're strong and you're resilient and you're just saying no to a lot of that nonsense there's going to be a lot of casualties collateral damage and a lot of those are sheep and they they're they're into doom porn you know so that's it i couldn't give a rat's arse what they're saying you know because uh yeah it's the same i never wore the face nappy and uh, I came against lots of problems. And bear in mind, this most 100% is with that. Because if you've refused to go along with the COVID-1984 garbage, you are going to stand tall with this latest hoax as well. Um, definitely, we're on these. We're far more switched on than a lot of people. Like, I think this thing is going to hit a lot of people that haven't, uh, you know, prepared a draw kind of. You can see them all. They're all shell-shocked all over Twitter now. Yeah. Crying about the price, the cost of the the energy and the thing. At the same time, they have Ukrainian flags. Yeah. So you are you're just dealing with that. But look, I think I think people we don't give them enough credit though either. I've talked to some people now, and even though they did take the transubstantiation, as Thomas Sheridan, it's a they're beginning to you know the conservative minded. That's what I'm saying about the Enoch Burke thing. Like that fight isn't lost. That fight is that's no. all to play for. There is a conservative yeah. element in Ireland, even though they, were, they they went along with the the fear porn and the you know the whatever. But they still have you know. So this one's going to be very interesting to watch. You know the Enoch Burke thing. We definitely have to support it. Yeah, um, it's yeah, great definitely. to see you get international international. Uh, it's good to Attention, see you get international yeah. news. Yeah. That's an, that's an indication, you know, if it's been spread about the Mockingbird corporate horror media, you know the, the serious, the importance really of this. It's massive. I've got a feeling about it. This is, I put it, it's the transgender wolf at the door. It's just like the two weeks to flatten the curve. You know, and they say, if you let this, if you allow this, uh, it's huge. It's it's like, this is craziness. It's absolute craziness. So, um, yeah, he needs he needs really a lot of support. Again, it starts in minds. It hurts in minds. Whatever so much, sorry, uh, Gavin, actually haps, happens in the case. Right, you rightly said there, it's very, very important that this is getting out there really to people. And hopefully this will be a camel that breaks, uh, a straw that breaks the camel's back really for a lot of people. You know, a full, onslaught on our on our Catholic values in this country and it is an absolute attack especially that is an excellent thing that was going around telegram it just it had one juxtaposed with the other a judge left off some dirty filthy paedophile that had a child porn images and now Enoch Burke has been sent to jail for refusing to call a mentally ill boy a girl bang that's where we are that's Ireland 2022 yeah, yeah, that's what people are saying. They're saying, just, just let that sink in for a minute. There's a man in prison because he won't use a bloody pronoun. Now, I know they say it was, he, he, but he made a stand on, but it is, he made a stand on the issue and this might slow it down. I just don't know about the judici judiciary and that. W w will it go to, would it go in front of a jury or would it go to a, like a, the judges or what way would it go? Again, what? Yeah. What's the when charge? It this, yeah, it all started off with the school asking him, could you ask, <laughs> call him, what is it, they, them or something? <laughs> yeah. you, you cannot entertain any of this nonsense. So I'll tell you what, I think that I've just got a feeling as well, I'm quite positive. I think they've picked on the wrong man with a, a, you know, a strong family behind them that already have a little bit, I won't use a derogatory word like notoriety because it signifies that they've been in trouble. But let's just say, you know, they're, they're, they're well known. They're, they're quite well known. And uh, as far as we're concerned, I know he has a sister that was asking Dr. Det, uh, Tony Hula Hoops Hula in a question and they actually cut off her mic. So uh, another brother that's been going to a couple of these um, injection, lethal injection trials and how there's been so much um, to have the Delphi method being used and astroturfing taking place there and then highlighting uh, what's actually taking place there with astroturfing and the Delphi method. So I'll tell you what, yeah, from, from what I hear about the Burks anyway, it's a good, solid Catholic family and that's it. The people, the Irish that are out there that are sentient, that have brain cells, and that um, this is uh, a hill to die on, really. This this is so, so important because I feel this is George Orwell's 1984. I mean, what is it? Uh, you know, freedom is slavery. Uh, ignorance is strength. You know, this is totally yeah. this. That's that. This is Orwellian times. How do you feel? It? How do you see it going with the US? Do you follow that much what's going on with Biden and this Trump thing? Is it a bit of a circus? Is it all just? you know, a pantomime. Is, is that what, is the whole world just, the world stage just a, a pantomime? Yeah. That's what, oh, what it is. 
Yeah, is is it? I think it is. I agree. Like a pasquinade. So I mean, Joe Biden, sleepy, creepy, pedo, China Joe. I mean, this guy. I'm pretty sure he wears pampers. I think. I think Joe's biggest task for the day is actually going through the day without taking a deuce in his pants. You know, this is how pathetic this guy is. Uh, yeah. They're bringing in Trump into it. Why, why? They're bringing in Trump, you see, because he's like a sort of COVID-19, really, with the Mockingbird media. He's He's been so uh, a useful asset. When you mention it, it's very polarised. It causes people, I hate this, I hate that. But listen, who the fuck? I mean, Trump, he's not a president uh, anymore. Uh, well, it's questionable, actually, where Sleepy Creepy Joe is. But, I mean, why are we even talking on him? As for the 2024, what I will say about Trump is, yeah, he seemed to raise a good few issues. But uh, one key thing, Operation Warp Speed, he hasn't done any um, any uh, few steps backwards as well with the injections. He's still completely 100% on board with that. I mean, we talk about this shill-controlled opposition. I've got fucking zero trust in him. And what do we know? What's the biggest thing that happened under his, from 2016 to 2020, is the level of censorship on the internet. Absolutely unbelievable. If you actually go before Trump was on it, that's total problem reaction solution. There was people all sorts on YouTube. Take a look at it. And it's not just YouTube. You're going on the Twatosphere, Insta Garbage, all FBI book that's coming up. I mean, the level of dystopian control that they can just black out anybody and uh, have, have really. It is, it's under him really what came in is the Ministry of Truth. It's the Ministry of Truth online. The level of censorship has been off the hook. So, I mean, what really has he done? Yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, He's, you know, he's given out a few banal platitudes there yeah. for, for people to cheer, like so. It's but. just division, like, it just seems to want to divide everyone, like, I, and I understand you come from different, people come from different backgrounds, different ideologies, but I think it's yeah. like the divide and conquer thing, and I do see them trying to take down America somehow, that they want them all the in, infighting going on there, and then, yeah. I don't know, then then the changing of the guard will happen, and, and but, uh, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, we inherited this economy or whatever, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Play, they play one off the other and, and just yeah. on what you said there about Trump and the vaccines, Boris Johnson the very same today just before he left today or yesterday, just before he left the Buckingham or the whatever you call it, number 10 Downing Street he, his speech was praising himself for the speed that they got the vaccine out so these yeah. people are just doubling down, doubling down like a, like a poker player do you know, he was always getting yeah, yeah, the vaccine yeah. out at, at warp speed or whatever if he didn't use it yeah, so yeah, absolutely. No accountability whatsoever. You mentioned the divide and conquer. Absolutely. It's the same way. The oldest trick in the imperial playbook is divide and conquer. Babylonians, Romans, English, it's been around for so, so long. And the main thing there is they want fighting. They want it horizontal, horizontal fighting, that people are at each other's throats. They don't want it vertical, of course, because uh, the two main things that the establishment, that uh, these, that the globalists, these are the two main things for me that they don't want. Number one, people speaking the truth. And number two, people forging alliances. And that's what it is. I mean, you take this left, right. That's another thing from our side. Ah, look, at, it's fine. This left, right, it's a false dichotomy, right? Because, I mean, that dates back. I think we can safely say it's out of date. This left, right comes out of the French Revolution in the 1700s uh, in the National Assembly, where people would sit either side of the president. So left for the revolution, right for the king. I think we can safely say that that's a little bit outdated at this stage. I say this whatever so-called left they're as mad as a box of frogs and they're being completely exploited and this mental illness is actually being encouraged the same way the establishment encourages anything that's perverse and undignified now we can see that so i mean we're traditionally a conservative we're a catholic we got wonderful we're socially responsible people there's a level of decency very low crime and uh, we've got you know good uh, good uh, communication skills let's i mean look at i can say for myself i grew up in an area where i knew all my neighbors I walked around, you know, into different people's houses. The doors were always open. And um, that's it. There was very little to actually no crime. Now we look at our cities and they're being ghettoized. 
you know, you're bringing in Africans, Pakistanis, the works, and they're bringing in, they're, they're making sure, okay, with this Agenda 21, we can touch on as well, that came out of 1992 at the World's Earth Summit meeting, where about 179 nations signed up to this uh, Sustainable Developmental Goals. It just means, basically, it's, it's eugenics, it's depopulation. And the best way to do that is to absolutely destroy, make sure that a nation implodes. You can definitely see I'm a Limerick man, and Limerick is, I wouldn't like to say fall, in to have a defeatist attitude but genie the last time i was in here it was in there it was like unja bunja wamja wamja and the fucking place has turned into an absolute kip and limerick was a magnificent city even as much as 20 years ago so maybe it's a case of you know focusing in on the rural areas and just make sure that they aren't we don't allow this uh, malignant tumor let this cancer stem out from the cities um, Gavin, maybe that's the idea. Let's build up, let's start fortifying areas now that, that are pure. Because what we want is homogeneity and, and, and similitudes. That's it, because we know that the Irish right. were here for thousands of years. This is our country, you know. And, I think uh, that's um, we, Derek Blythe kind of message. Ireland first. I think that's a good message. You know what I mean? Like, Ireland yep. first. And that's the way it really should be. And the Irish first. Like, no matter what people want to say in all the naysayers, you people in tents and then you people living in the lap luxury yeah. in, a, in a hotel that you couldn't afford to go in yourself. And that's what the, what the problem is, really. Do you know what I mean? That the Irish have to come first. And that's that goes without yeah. saying. There's rot at the top, I think. Yeah. But um, it's an uphill battle. But I think the more people see that, the, you know, things are going, they're not, it's not going to be like what Macron came out there and said, it's the end of abundance. You know what I mean? So this is the way these people yeah. are talking. Yeah, that's when you that's when you get change. You know what I mean. Unfortunately, it's when it hits people in the pocket that they get motivated. What kind of what do you see or any ideas on going forward? Like what what's it going to take to to make change in this country? What do you what do you see a, a path forward that for people like ourselves to to do anything to change the the direction of the country? Yeah, that's an absolutely fantastic question. And, you know, a lot of things can, can happen, but be really around like-minded people. I, I would suggest to people as well that every day really isn't a fight. It isn't a battle. Um, you know, it really is. It starts off with, you know, even things like just switching off from the socialist media that really is there to antagonize, to get you down. So keep around people. I mean, you mentioned, I know that this is a wonderful channel. I mean, off, off Great Ireland, you talk a lot about uh, homesteading and about things that could polytunnels. Uh, you had a few people with experience how it's working out. I mean, even with a few chickens out the back. But um yeah, just really localism. I see localism as, as a huge thing now moving forward. And um, yeah, preparatory, just the bog standard basics, you know, make provisions and um, have supplies really in your house. And that's it, get ahead of the curve. I mean, that's brilliant. I've stocked up a nice few supplies. Uh, make sure that you prepare. You fail to prepare, uh, prepare to fail. Really, yeah, that truly is it. Yeah. It's nearly like traditionalism or, you know, it's nearly the new counterculture or something. Do you know what I mean? It's nearly to be the most rebellious would be to, to simplify back. Uh, there's a big movement like that. Did you see um, the Dugan girl uh, killed in, in Russia from her father? There's a right to go bit of philosophy on that kind of idea, traditionalism. I know he goes into geopolitics. He's very, <laughs> very pro-Russian and pro that kind of Eurasia, I think he calls it or whatever. But the actual oh. tenets of it is fairly good. The traditionalism and going back to to the tradition basically but um yeah i'm not first in his writings but does he say eurasia because eurasia is actually taken out of george orwell's 1984 yeah so. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he calls uh, the american side the atlantis and um okay, yeah he has a yeah. few books there now but he like he'd be more you know that russia should be getting into their sphere of influence or whatever but the tenants over this traditionalism so it's like it, it like we're uh, it's not like I don't know what he called it national Bolshevism <laughs> right <laughs> that's his term he uses on it did you see the Azov up in Dublin there were um, was it victory day or something the, the Ukrainians up there uh, two or three days ago with Azov posters so like while they're pointing fingers at far rights and extreme rights in Ireland which can't seem to be found anywhere they're, they're looking yeah. you know in every nook and cranny um yeah, but there's literal real Nazis up in Dublin with, with flags. With Actual <laughs> Nazis, yeah. Yeah, but as uh, yeah. sure, uh, was it ADL said that, no, they are Nazis, but they're good Nazis. Oh, but they're good Nazis, yeah, yeah. 
So that's some mess though there with Zelensky and his background. We all know kind of what his lineage is. And uh, he's commanding the, the battalions and the, the Reichsmen or whatever they <laughs> you want to call them. The Azovs and the oh. right sectors and the fucking... Yeah, yeah juggling a lot of things. But yeah, and that's what we saw. We saw in 2014 there was a colour revolution there. So our friend old Georgie boy, old Soros there, moved in there oh, with yeah. the... Uh, Open it's Society Biden. Foundation, and they've they've a lot of money for that. And in fact, um, yeah, the John Waters reckons, and I think there's a lot of evidence to support what he's saying. Is actually it happened in Ireland before it around 2011. We had our color revolution, I believe it was 2011. He was saying in a very short period of time, we had Barack drone bomber uh, here, and we had the Lizard Queen from over in England that were in about the space of a week. And we had the old spud, the old cabbage, Enda Kenny, who'd, uh, you know, he'd, he'd give away, he'd sell away this country, you know, to, to give a few waves and a bit of camera. But uh, we've been ground down a lot by, by, the, by, the, by the lights of, of cultural Marxism. Look, it's, really to go back to that, I think it's, you know, in rural areas, I mean, I, I'm thankfully I'm in a rural area and I'm in an area that it's just a lot of Irish, a lot of farmers. I'm talking to them. They're sort of scratching their head. I've provided them with information and, um, you know, I'm starting to really make a little bit of progress there with, with, with a few people in my area and they're totally agreeing. People are switching away from the subversive rats in the RTE. They know it's just to keep them. It's it's the fear porn that's constantly there. So it really is what to do with the information as well then, Gavin. People can know something, but it's the next step. I'm still finding this level of, sure, you can't say anything. You can't say anything. That is the biggest obstacle moving forward, is this sort of PC narrative. It's to say that you can't say this and can't say that. People have to realise that there's, you most certainly can because you've nothing left to lose. Nothing left to lose now at this stage. So you have to speak out. You have to be counted because the establishment, they rely on people's silence. They, they definitely do. I don't know, like we're looking to see, like is there going to be non-compliance? Is there going to be, uh, I, there's a couple of different protests now. There's one like Lockout at all been organised. Um, and there's other ones there by the controlled, uh, I don't know, the people for profit are running it or something, marching over the energy bills. You see, they want to co-opt it and, co it and jump on the back of the, try and earn votes for themselves. You know what I mean? I wouldn't get involved in any protests with the likes of Sinn Féin behind it or people for profit. Like, they're just... Well, you see, that's the idea. That's straight away, that's astroturfing. You know, we saw that they want to make it seem like it's completely organic. And that's when they'll talk about the will of the people. And we saw the water charges. Interesting enough, I was actually in Dublin at the time. So I was working. We were doing a broadband, a rollout of broadband, particularly mainly around the, the north and the west of Dublin. So I was really everywhere from the likes of Finglas, uh, Tala, Blanchestown. A lot of it was there. But I can remember when the water protests were around and you saw it's like we're not paying for water. Right. But at the end of it, it either had scumfane. Or are the paedophiles before profit was at the bottom of it. And that's why there it was to get those votes. It was to get people on board thinking, you know, we're with you. We're anti-establishment. And, um, you know, so that's what really brought out the people on the streets. And of course, the media, there's nothing organic then about the media. Their job was then to get that out and say, oh, God, and. You know, there's people are looking for this as, as if there was a conflict. And what you see there is Siamaki, pretend fighting. So you had a few politicians that were out there and they were standing up in the doll saying, you know, this is ridiculous. Water charges need to be brought in. And then you had maybe a Boyd Barrett or a Paul Murphy scumbag or maybe the Pigloo McDonald's. And they were saying, how dare you? You know, people have got a constitutional right to get out. And it was all this stuff that was jazzed around. But again, there's nothing organic about that. It was just another agenda. And it's to get them thinking that Sinn Féin and, uh, uh, and, and people before profit were on their side, which of course they're not. I mean, Sinn Féin are, uh, they're internationalists, they're not nationalists. <laughs> the only time you'll see them out in the street from now on really is if there's some LGBT or maybe if some, uh, I don't know. Some, with a, with uh, a hijab, a hijab or a yeah, rainbow flag, yeah. one or the other, or maybe both. They might, you never know, they might, they could go with both at the same time. The hijab and the rainbow flag. 
<laughs> same as Sleepy Ryan. One of the last times you do people remember the time that Sleepy Ryan was out on the streets? I definitely think he was on LSD. Now he could have been smoking joints and stoned off his head, but it actually looked more than that. He was in his bare feet. And there was a degeneracy rally. This uh, a non-binary LGBT minus 100 plus 20. And Eamon Ryan was actually at the back of it. And he was dancing on the street in his bare feet. I mean, people should have realised there. This guy is an absolute complete and utter nut job. So, uh, yeah, any, anything that's pro, anything that's pro-degeneracy, the, the government will back. So it's the same as like the, the likes of the Dandy Gandhi showing his socks off there to uh, Baby Castro uh, that came over. Or Jack Putin, Holm Martin. I'm glad that a lot of people are coming on board with the idea thinking before it was, they were saying, oh, he was only, he's only stupid or he's thick. But no, the, uh, this guy is a very, very dangerous character. He, he's really, uh, Holm Martin can look into the camera and he can just... He, he's turning out to be a bit of a king of Mendasty, even better than the Dandy Gandhi. He, he's a pathological liar, and you can see the guy has no conscience whatsoever. They still enjoy a lot of support, which is really heartbreaking. I've seen them there at that bell and the blah, and even, you know, you just, they're not, like, the fact that they can walk the streets and go places, un, I, I wouldn't, like, I'm not advocating anything against them, but I mean, like un without being heckled more, but like they got uh, Bill Nablon now that they got it was fairly good now what the lads pulled off there, but um yeah, they, there was still a lot of people supporting them. You know what I mean? Which is sad to see. So it just goes to show, like you said, it's like Orwell, nineteen eighty four. Well, we've got thirty three thousand. There's that wonderful thirty three number as well. Uh, NGOs here in Ireland. So it's, it's the most per person per capita in the world. I think a lot of those were uh, NGO members. They were yeah, non-governmental organization employees that were turned out because it was totally on cue. There was people that I didn't actually get to make it. I had, uh, I think I was doing a stream even somewhere else, but uh, I, I was away for that. But um, you could see their clapping was completely on cue. I got loads of uh, video camera evidence from a few people on Telegram and they were really just trying to drown out Obviously, the people there calling out the dissenters. And and another thing, it's just so unnatural. Did you see when the soldier collapsed behind Jack Boot Me Hole? Yeah. Jeez, yeah, they yeah. started clapping. Clap. I mean, why, why on earth would you clap? Because there was actually so much panic. And then people were just clapping to make it like a positive thing. So that that was a dead giveaway that this was all orchestrated. So they were they were subversive uh, enemy combatants uh, that were called out, and that's their duty. It's to represent the party. They were making sure they they were members of the Ministry of Truth that that were at that clapping. Yeah, all the weaponized idiots. It's hard to watch sometimes in the country. People are so far gone. But I, I am I am holding out and I am hopeful. I think there is more people kind of waking up, especially with the eco economic stuff. People are they're way more receptive at those hold the lines and that as well, where before they'd be getting abuse. Now they're kind of getting positive, positive feedback. So, you know, these type of issues are going to unite the most amount of people. I think if we could all try and get people together to, you know, throw the weight behind some kind of action. We can fight our, our smaller battles then when, when we deal with the, the head of the snake. Yeah, you know, I agree with that, but it's, it's in its likes of people have to think about it in a rational way. It's like the uh, Yuri Bezmenov stated, you know, he said that sometimes, you know, these contaminated minds are irreversible and we just have to face up with that. I would say for people out there, don't waste your time because a lot of it is energy harvesting. If someone is still thinks that this COVID hoax is a threat. You know, someone, what my answer really to people, any time now, and it has been for, I said, look, it just to make things clear, I'm against any restrictions whatsoever. It, it, it stops any messing about with this. What about the cases? What about the variants? What about the injections? And I said, I'm anti any restrictions whatsoever, right? So there should be no lockdowns whatsoever in any way, shape or form. No testing, no face snappies, no injections. So you really just have to be like that the same way because COVID is, this hoax is still around. And remember, that was the trigger. That was the, the whole, because they want people living in a climate of emergencies. And that's back to the whole, uh, as well, uh, how, Marcus how Miller talked about. Though, like, how coincidental that this, it's the same agenda is trudging along. Like, you know what I mean? The businesses that were closed down and bribed and paid off, they're the ones that are written in Klaus Schwab's The Great Reset 
COVID-19, the Great Reset, the hospitality sector is earmarked to not exist in the next, you know, between now and 2030. So, like, now it's very it's very coincidental now that all these restaurants and pubs are going to the wall and they might have to turn off yeah. the lights. And So the agenda is, is going forward. And you know what I mean? You have to, people need to get up and, and start be, uh, being counted. Because when they say yeah. about smart, smart cities, you'll own nothing and be happy. That means you've no car. Like there's no cars in the future for the common man. Yeah, there's no yeah. air travel in the future. You're not allowed on an airplane. You know, yeah. this is what they've actually planned. And it, it's hard for us to yeah. believe that. And we've, we heard this probably going on two years. I'm like, ah, yeah. But the more you look at it now, it's beginning to manifest that this agenda is trudging forward. And if it isn't put a stop to them, people don't say no. It will keep going forward. Like the Russians and the Chinese yeah. and that, they have all the oil and, and the gas they want. They're not struggling uh, for to heat their houses. So this whole thing is some kind of self-suicide here in the West or something. This green, this nonsense green agenda. I eat the bugs yeah. and all this. Trying to torment the lifestyle people like really and truly are. Um, but um, I won't be eating their bugs anyway. <laughs> I can tell you yeah. that. You know, yeah, you, you you touched on a couple of big points there, but really, this is a spiritual battle people need to realise. And that's why I say, sometimes in some of the videos there I do, I don't, I, I give a news roundup occasionally, but I really need to focus in on how, you know, psychologically people really approach uh, this this terrorism. Because that's what it is. It's psychological terrorism. A lot, of, a lot of people, they check out this and they're in fear and they're anxious. And have you heard the latest thing? And, and Klaus Schwab has said this. And God, by 2025, that's it. You mentioned the car. That's one of the last bastions of freedom. Someone can just get into a car. They're pushing people into these electric cars that are, you can see so many videos of spontaneous combustion and you have things like nickel and cobalt that are running in really short supply. And that's they're another thing as well. Anyone? Did you see the red cow roundabout there after uh, putting, to get grant and planning permission for like a smart city? It's uh, 45,000 homes, uh, 70,000 jobs or something, but no vehicles, no cars in the whole area. That's what they're. That's what they're after getting planning permission for, just outside the wow. Redcar roundabout. Yeah. Imagine rural it's, Ireland. I think about rural Ireland because yeah. I'm from Offaly. Like it's a life or death thing to have your car. If you're out a country yeah, road yeah, and yeah. you need to get into the shops and back, it's not just a convenience. And that's yeah, why yeah, I yeah. wonder when they say that there's nobody yeah. in the country. Yeah. Yeah. So like are they, they're trying to drive people into the into the towns and cities because that's what will happen if people can't get cheap access to fuel. It's going to drive. It's going to kill rural Ireland and it's going to drive most of them into the into the population centres. Like, if yeah. this continues long-term, like... Yeah, no, but they've been doing that, haven't they, for a long time. You can see that, you know, these towns are sort of graveyards. There, there's a place uh, not too far away from me. Ockram is the name of the village. And uh, it's the Battle of Ockram. So I think it's around 1691 there, the famous. It was the Williamites there, the Jacobites. I, I commend this to memory, but a very famous battle. It was actually a slaughter as well, they say. Uh, I mean, there was it was it was slaughter. The, the fields around that area were drenched in blood. But the thing is this, it was a once thriving place. I heard that uh, we have friends that call in and they are, they're quite mu musically orientated. And there was a place called the Ockram in there and even actually some uh, some viewers here might know a little bit better than me but I, I heard about this is like the remnants really it's the remnants of a town that once was a village but they said that the Akram Inn was absolutely buzzing and the car park would be packed out and there was live bands and then there was pubs in the different areas even uh, the place was uh, thriving and if you go into it now it's like a ghost town you said you're an awfully man from the fateful county. I'm from the Treaty County. And I'm sure you can you could name right now five five different villages, well, let's say in Offaly, that 20 years ago would have been bustling and are now like a fucking graveyard. I'm sure you could, and more. Yeah, yeah, no, it's shocking. I, I can just see it accelerating. Like, there's an awful lot of big houses out in the countryside. And you can just imagine if, if fuel became short supply, like, those houses aren't viable anymore. You know, and you, I just see the World Economic Forum there. That agenda just seems to be trudging along unhindered, if not accelerating. So it's, it's important people start to get ready to, I don't know, the non-compliance thing, I think, appeals to me. You know what I mean? I, I'm looking at politics yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about the parties that are there. I, I just I can't see a path to success for some of them. But I, I, we need to be putting Ireland first. I think that's what Derek was saying appeals to me anyway. Do you know what I mean? It should be Ireland first and foremost. Like it isn't yeah. all doom and gloom. I don't, you know what I mean. There's lots. The, 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 nothing. Everything isn't lost yet. You know what I mean. It's all to fight for, and 
with Enoch Burke thing as well is on the on the forefront of it as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, this yeah, kind I, of battle between the yeah, through the through the through the morals and through the traditional aspect of the country. Do you know what I mean? And so well, well said, well said. That's what it is. It's an attack on traditionalism. You know, I have, I've talked to a lot of people, thankfully with my YouTube channel as well, I've been quite lucky and a lot of the people that, um, yeah, that follow it, that support it, thank you very much. But uh, you get a lot of um, good comments and, and, and people really give back. Once you help someone along, it's, there's a really good vibe. And I tell you, it's like a new asset. Someone lets you know, they're like, oh, thank you very much. And I guess, you know, it's so many kind words and comments and there'll always be a few yeah. trolls. There'll, yeah. there'll always be a few rats there, like a few bottom feeders. But overwhelmingly, the people that are checking this out and on these different platforms like Telegram and actually, surprisingly enough, YouTube, uh, for me, anyway, personally, I can say that the feedback that I get is overwhelmingly positive and it's brilliant. And that's what encourages people then to push on uh, and I'd be out there as well in person very early on telling people don't wear a face nappy say you're exempt you know section 5 paragraph 2 uh, you know par um, part A paragraph 2 means that if a face nappy causes you extreme distress or distress you don't have to wear it and this was it this is it's one big scam you know so I told a lot of people that and um, some people were eh, a little bit reluctant at the start and you know on that point I just want to say Gavin that you know we are in a better place now because it just reminded me of in 2020 the in the Crescent Shopping Centre people know it in Limerick so the face nappies the muzzles came in in July and they were obviously closed down for a period of time so maybe it was July or August and they had this entrance exit so of course straight away I'm walking in through the exit but they had these uh, bollards uh, and they had it sectioned off and I would say they there was at least, at least a thousand different signs saying COVID-19, COVID-19, certificate of vaccination, identification 19 was everywhere. And the level of fear and glassy eyes and masks. And I, I was like literally hundreds, probably even thousands. It was very, very busy because it was closed for so long. Now they've tried that hoax and I don't think they can try it again. I would say to people that are out there that are thinking, you know, they're not going to have me again. If you fell for that, it's a little bit of introspection. I put three words together, introspection, catharsis, metanoia. You have to have some little bit of accountability and then you, the catharsis is releasing all that effluence and the metanoia is reaching a higher spiritual um, ground. And that's actually very important. It's not just a word salad because you can be armed then for the next onslaught. You'll see whatever it is. I mean, there's Ukraine at the moment. Who knows? Maybe China might be the next uh, scam that they're going on about and that could really you know, cause reverberations around the world. Let's say China, a nuclear giant, they're going to bomb us. And you'll have those same rats, the same apparatchiks, commissars and marionettes will say, oh, China is going to bomb us and this and that. We have to do this. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, there's... Uh, coming a mile away, yeah. yeah. And the, the, the nuclear plant is pretty serious over there. There's bombs going off around it the whole time. And what better way for them than to say, well, look, uh, the Ukrainians can't go home. Uh, it's all a nuclear wasteland. Like, they have loads of little tricks up their sleeve. But um, yeah, sure. That's that's. I suppose we've covered a lot of stuff there. I think we should open it up for a few questions. Let the lads in for a few questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Just the admins there, if you want to. I have I have yeah, one um, ready there in the tank, if you want. Uh, there's serious comparisons between what happened in Sellafield, and I'm old enough to remember that shit when they were giving everyone iodine tablets. Um and what they're doing in Ukraine. And I, I think it's just holding panic over the people so that they're under compliment. Seems to be a lot of that, like they're bouncing it from one thing to the next, to the next, like, the, but that's what I was trying to touch on there with um, James. Like they're, they're, uh, you're pivoted straight from one hoax to the next hoax, but the agenda behind the scenes is still actually trudging ahead. Cause look at the businesses that are, that are beginning to scream. So, I, I do, and I, the, the, I, I'm around your age as well, and the, the, the Chernobyl thing was no joke. They were finding radiation in Ireland uh, in the in the cows' milk and stuff. You probably know a bit about that, uh, James. Most things that we're being hit up with these days are um, they're pseudo crises. You know, they don't actually even exist. Do we know really what's going on over in the Ukraine? What we do know is this, is you can go on to booking.com and there's like thousands of hotels, 
they've got cafes, restaurants. I just someone uh, had it up on Telegram. I think it was Mark Collett, a gentleman that I've had on the show from uh, Patriotic Alternative over in England. He's like, there's nightclubs, Kiev is packed out, there's these dance festivals that's on. So it comes back to, it's attributed or ascribed to Goebbels, but someone says it's someone else. The bigger the lie that you bring to people, you know, the more they'll believe it. And as far as what I'm hearing from reliable information, the conflict was wrapped up in about basically three or four weeks. Putin just rocked in there and um, secured those different areas that are loyal to Russia. I think a lot of the stuff that's been put on and even images that they're shown in this Azov brigade and stuff, they, they're, they're nothing really against the military might of Russia. So again, it's just prolonging it. There's been no instance ever of, um, of a prolonged conflict that has benefited any sides in history, but only, only really the people that have, uh, that have fabricated uh, these events. So that, that's what I, I see. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you 100%. Have we got any other questions there, Liz? Hi, James. Just a quick one. So I think your CDDA acronym was really pertinent and um, a massive takeaway. Um, just on the, um, the Burke situation as a nation, we cannot let what you, you know, aforementioned, the... Uh, wolf, um, the trans wolf at the door. Um, you know, and it was very, it was very pertinent, and and it really struck a chord with me. And it was like, if we let this in, we're 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 ruined as a nation. So, what would you advise specifically? Is my question with regards to Enoch Burke. What I see is that they're trying to hoodwink, uh, hoodwink people with all this, you know, jurisprudence talk and, 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 and litigation and high court and injunctions and lawyers and everything like that. But just get rid of all that mirage. Say, what is it? What is it? Why is this guy in Mount Joy? You know, what is the reason? And get actually them related to people so that they don't have, that they're not going to go down the escapism level, that they're going to say, oh, oh, gee, Salah, if there's a court injunction or the high court, or Judge Michael Quinn, I mean, surely he's up in court for some reason. Or they might say any of this, there's no smoke without fire. Say, what does this boil down to? This boils down to his refusal to call a poor child that is in need of psychiatric care um, a, a, a girl when he's a boy. So simplify it. Lowest common denominator. Yeah, James, you're 100% correct. Sometimes it's good to lead people to let them think that they figured it out for themselves. Because some people, if, you, if you're pushing, if you're very forceful with it, they don't want to know. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. you can kind of lead them into it that they kind of work out, but connect the dots themselves. They're, they can be more receptive to it. You know what I mean? They don't think that they've been manipulated or, you know, made feel small or whatever. Because we do need yeah. to bring people together. And even if it is just like what Chris Guy was saying, like non-compliance, um, everyone can come together under the, that banner. Anyone else have a question there or something they want to come in with? Actually, I do, Kevin. Um, would you not suggest that at this stage, now that it's dropped in our laps, this teacher now is facing this and our children are facing this and um, other teachers are facing it, and not everybody is okay with this particular agenda because we all know that there's sinister, sinister motives. Would it not be in everybody's best interest, or would it not even be would it not be right for you to suggest get in contact with your schools, make it very clear, and put the boundaries in place that this is not okay, and you're not okay with this, especially with schools that have Catholic ethoses and Protestant protestant ethoses this is very 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 fundamental now in ireland this is an american ideology now that is passing over here to ireland and we the people of ireland need to take a big step forward now this minute it's not the only agenda food isn't the most important thing our children and their minds not being corrupted with ideologies is extremely important because we're talking about the next the next future here we do not want our, t our children to be damaged. What I would suggest to all parents here on this thing tonight, do your jobs, make sure your kids are being looked after and make sure that they don't impose these ideologies on your children. It's up to you as their voice to speak on their behalves. And I've already started. 
this isn't just a religious thing. This is freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. This is our right to be able to think for ourselves and have our own views and at the same time be respectful for everybody else. But at the same time, with the respect that has to be shown back to us, we don't have to take on anybody's pretense, childlike pretense, or it's all, it's, it's an ideology. It is nothing to do with our kids. I send my children to school to be educated, to be educated the academic things that they need to get into college and have a future. I don't send them to school to pass their ideologies or their views on my children. I expect just an academic e education and that's it. My advice to all parents out there is stand up for your children. Oh, well, I, I'd agree with that 100%. Yeah. I think all parents should be reaching out to the schools. There's templates there on Telegram or just handwrite it or make a the phone call or whatever else. That's a great suggestion and 100%. And I would agree with that. That goes without saying nearly. If you, if you have a child that's in a classroom with, uh, you know, one of these children that has these issues, like that is your child's been brainwashed nearly by proxy. Like if you think about it, because if everyone yeah. else is now one the, the point, maybe maybe the child isn't that developed or isn't that advanced. And now that point yeah. has to be brought to the forefront. You're, you're exposing children to things that maybe the parents weren't comfortable with them being, you know, yeah. maybe your children have them on the Internet or maybe you've been very strict with your kids. You, they're not allowed access to the Internet or to, that they stumble onto pornography or God knows what kind of rubbish or filled. And then now they're in school and the teacher is sitting them all down and showing them videos and you know what I mean? And talking, you know, bring putting the, putting an adult issue onto children's laps where maybe that the parents aren't cool with that. I mean, you know what I mean? Not everybody wants to be, you know, running off the cliff with this. Like it is, and I'll just say it, like, like there's stuff going around here on, on Telegram, different platforms, but what they're doing to children is butchery. The, the birds and the bees, like, should be left up to the parents, really. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like, other than that, you're kind of going into groomery-type territory. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be taught anything in school, it should be anatomy at, at, yeah. at, at most. And then we leave up the birds and the bees to the parents where it always was, like. I think that's, that's yeah. a fair... I think that's a fair thing the parents should be demanding now, actually. Maybe a lot of parents didn't realise now what's on the agenda or on the, on the school menu for the children's little yeah. impressionable brains, you know? We can see that the how subversive the, the scholastic system is in Ireland, but they're coming out of these Marxist indoctrination camps. So these sort of non-binary teachers that are coming in there and they, they're being primed then to go into these places. So you have to see the sort of calibre of teacher that's been brought in. I'm sure there's a lot of fabulous teachers, but you have to see if their brains are completely poisoned. Uh, these schools are just dangerous, dangerous places for children to be. And it doesn't matter, you know, what you say or what you write or how active you are in your area you just will not know that when your child goes into that um into the school grounds straight away it's an indoctrination camp it's is a government no law school against it though like is there no law against adults talking about sex and stuff like that to children like even just as a, a symbolic thing to go and report it to the guards even if it was you know it, it depends on how heavy it is like do you know what i mean but i'm just saying i'm what age the child is but like luckily my kids uh, go to schools that they don't they're not pushing that ideology. Um, it's an old Catholic school and uh, no climate change, yeah. no uh, no um, this gender theory nonsense. We can finish it up at that, James, and we can open it up then yeah. if you want to stay on for a few. We can just knock off the recording and that if you want to stay on, you can, or you can go or whatever. But yeah, absolutely awesome. Yeah, thanks for bringing me on. No, we had uh, uh, wonderful uh, guests, as I'd expect, on Off Grid Ireland. And uh, you'll probably put this up, is it, on YouTube? I know the, oh, yeah. the background was a little bit dark there towards the end, but I think uh, we came no, in fine. A very no, enjoyable no. discussion. Uh, it's good just to get the conversations out there and to let people um, contribute there as well, because it is uncertain times. And I think there's a lot to be positive about. I do think people are yeah. beginning to question more with the cost of everything a lot of them are beginning to see connections thanks for that uh, james and uh, i just wanted to ask anyone watching this on youtube later will you like and share and subscribe please we're just trying to build up the youtube channel and we're also on BitChute. and uh, thanks everyone for coming on tonight and having a listen to us have a bit of awesome it. awesome see you god bless bye bye, bye.